holidays! Only a few days away from Sylvester, and my life is still going strong. I don't think I'll be needing resolutions for next year, I'll be busy tying up loose ends from this one. So, basically nothing new. Audrey spent the entire Christmas Eve staring at me through her computer screen as promised, and Martin put up a plastic Christmas tree we flimsily decorated before he disappeared into his room-slash-lab again. Who said evil geniuses don't know how to party? The only one missing from the festivities was Gordon. I'm choosing to avoid talking about Gordon, so let's continue with Martin. My suspicions were finally confirmed on Saturday that he did indeed suspect that I'd been the one to snoop through his box. For the occasion of him leaving his room, I made him some shove-it-in-the-oven lunch and asked him enough questions throughout the meal to make it almost cold by the time he got around to eating it. He seemed a bit bummed coming out of his room, so the first thing I asked was what he was working on that was giving him such trouble. He said it was just something that is kinda outside his field of expertise and he couldn't get a grip on it just yet. Turns out, this was a great conversation starter to break the ice. Not the ice between us, no. I'm talking about the ice inside of me that makes me freeze up whenever I remember that I'm talking to someone potentially evil. But what he was working on got my curiosity jump-started, and there I went. I asked if the parts in the box I'd snooped through were really for guns, and yes, I was right about that too. He was building stuff to negate tech support's new machine against ray guns. Martin is building the non-lethal stuff, of course. None of his customers can actually afford the deadly variety. Way harder to make, he tells me, which soothes my mind to no end, to be honest. He seemed to be testing the waters just as much as I was with the conversation, by the way. He was obviously waiting to see how I would react to certain things, he said. Me, being foolishly brave, not that you really have to be brave to face Martin, he is Martin, kept the conversation going, and it was great. I eventually wondered why he'd put that box down in the apartment door in the first place, because the more I heard about how particular he was about a lot of stuff, the less sense it made. But Martin being a genius obviously knew how to instantly negate any doubts I had. Because he'd built a sensor into our doorframe to detect this kind of tech and ring an alarm bell. Usually he had to hurry and get to his room to disable it, but since that day I appear to not be home, he took the liberty to put down the insanely heavy box and disable it ahead of time without having to hurry. After having answered all my nosy questions, he also admitted it was nice talking to someone who had no expectations of him about all of this. I was honored, of course, and saw the next great chance for getting at more intense information about how evil geniuses operate, and told him if he ever needed anything, he could ask me. I am studying mechanics and sciences, after all. Which he did take to heart, just not in the way I expected. I think. I'll elaborate in a sec. First, the obligatory any news. Unsurprisingly, they haven't come out with any statement regarding the accusations of the Force escaping prison and Innie keeping it a secret, and strangely enough, the Force hasn't shown himself yet either. They did address Sinister on their website briefly, saying there was no attack expected, since they've been keeping a close eye on him and he had literally done nothing that they would deem any reasonable catalyst for him to hack our TVs. The article basically calls Dear Mr. Smith insane is what I'm saying. Besides that, there's not much going on hero-wise. Innie did throw a Christmas fundraiser here in Liverpool, with Stargirl and tech support as the guests of honor, so I guess that means they're back. And no high-end villain did anything of substance, which is apparently normal? I'm kind of getting the vibe that there should be more going on normally, but there's not, because of the season. 
Turns out, even villains take Christmas holidays. Except Martin. Martin just doesn't holiday, apparently. So... I'd be easing into the messed up Gordon news with some other minor things. First off, Audrey's finally back in Liverpool. Yay! She's been back in town since Wednesday now. Less yay is how she's still not dropped by, though. Apparently, there is some sort of scientist debrief she has to attend, which is taking until bloody Saturday. So, like, tomorrow, but still. She promised me an epic gift, goddammit! Oh, and a not-so-crappy thing, I did survive the autumn term of college. What a surprise! No, seriously, normally it's not too strange that I managed to pass, but this time I was hella distracted, so I'm glad I managed to do it. Still no closer to figuring out what I actually want to do with my life, though. My parents called again, as promised, and I was able to give them the good news. I also got a Christmas gift from them in the mail. It's this really neat scarf thing, I don't know what to call it, but you can prop it up with magnets and it covers your nose, it's really cool. Before you wonder, I do have a gift for Audrey as well. I actually called Greg to ask him where he gets his Stargirl merch and picked out a mug for her. I thought it'd be fun to get her one. I ended up buying a much cooler innie mug, though. Fine. Enough stalling. Gordon. He was here on Christmas, but I told him I wanted to spend that with Audrey as much as I could, and him being there would have been weird. Which it would have. Reasonable. Avoiding facing him after that, though, was a bit difficult, seeing as how seeing someone actually involves having to see them. Crazy, right? So my mind was getting better at rationalizing the arsenal in his bedroom, seeing as I was having chill chats with my evil roommate. And I say evil in the most endearing way. I gathered my courage and saw him on Wednesday. He, he was fine. Normal. Supporting. Just like he's always been. Just like Martin continued to be, even after I found out the truth. And honestly, I'm ready to give him the benefit of the doubt. I just... I can't get rid of that gut feeling that I have around him now. It might have been there even before, I don't know. It's not anxiety or anything, just this slight discomfort, like something isn't quite right. Like when you look at a picture you know was edited, but you just can't put your finger on how. Do you know what I mean? Now that I think about it, it might just be a side effect. Of what, you ask? Well, this is where we come into the so strange I couldn't stand to do it earlier in this podcast territory. I'm suspecting, not in a bad way or anything, I just genuinely have this suspicion, no clue if it's true or not, that is neither negative nor positive, that Martin might be doing experiments on me. Maybe. Not certain of anything here. I don't want to condemn Martin after having just reached a good place with him. The only reason I even bring it up is that when I told him I could help him if he needed anything, he seemed interested, so I'm a bit baffled he hasn't actually asked me anything. And then on Wednesday, he's suddenly making me breakfast again. I wake up to the smell of pancakes and boom, he's got me. The next day it's bacon and eggs, and either time, he didn't eat anything. Yeah, he sat down with me and we talked, and he said he'd eaten earlier, but I'm just a bit dumbfounded that the polite Martin would not wait to eat until I was up, as he usually did. Or honestly, just wake me. Also, I didn't find any dirty dishes, and saying he cleaned them immediately is a bit of a stretch, even for him. So, there. That doesn't have to mean anything yet. I'm just saying it, so that if I ever have strange gaps in my memory and the only way to regain them is to listen to my own podcast, I'll know why. Just kidding. I hope. You'll hear from me. I hope.
Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. It is written and edited by Esther Reisenberger, who also voices Amelia. If you like and want to support this show, please leave a rating and a comment so that we can become more visible to potential listeners. For more information and original artwork, check out normallyordinary.com. That's www.normally-ordinary.com. And remember, behind every mask is a friend.